This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation! Give me a golf course. 70 courses! Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Mount Park. Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Saver Production of iHeartRadio at Stuff Media. I'm Annie Reese. And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And today we're talking about Nutella. Yes, Nutella, which I've always said Nutella. And some people wrote in to say I was mispronouncing it, but I also read in other places that it is Nutella. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I I think that in like common parlance, like either is acceptable both will get your point across about what product you're discussing. Yes. I, I think that is a fair assessment, Lauren. <laughs> and either, however you pronounce it, it is something that I love. <laughs> and I heard tell of it when I was a kid. And it was like this beautiful fantasy of mine that one day <laughs> I would get to Europe and I would try it. Because I, I grew up in a really small town. I'm sure it was available in the U.S., but it wasn't available where I was. Um, and so I thought the only way is yeah. to get to Europe. Need to go to Europe, mostly for the Nutella. I guess other stuff as well, but. But the key is the Nutella. And, um, yeah, I remember indulging in quite a bit of it. <laughs> um, and I don't have it so much anymore, but my mom gets me those little mini Nutella. We'll see. I'm switching back and forth between the pronunciations. That's great. Um, <laughs> she gets me those little snack packs every year for Christmas. Oh, cute. Yeah. Aww. And the crepes. Oh, Nutella crepes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they're intensely delicious. Um, uh, my, my grandmother, when I was growing up, when I was maybe like like early teens or so, um, had some. Uh, she always had some on hand, and that was her like preferred breakfast, like Nutella on toast. And I never argued with that. That was delicious. It would have been foolish, too. <laughs> foolish. But all of this brings us to our question. Nutella. Well, 
Nutella is a hazelnut butter with added cocoa, milk, sugar, and oil, resulting in a sweet, creamy, rich, toasty, gooey spread. Ugh, the cravings have already kicked in. That's <laughs> fantastic. The name Nutella is a combination of the English word nut and the Spanish suffix for sweet, Ella. I have seen some different opinions on that as well, but I think something like this okay. is accurate. Sure. That sounds reasonable. Yes. Um, Nutrition-wise, it is a treat for sure. Um, <laughs> I I know that there that there have been points in time at which Nutella was like we're a great breakfast, yep. but uh, like <laughs> if if you shouldn't really take nutrition advice from me, definitely don't take it from my grandmother. Uh, that's no offense, Grandma. <laughs> um, she 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 she'll steer you wrong every time. Um, no, okay. So if you check the Nutella label. Uh, which lists ingredients in, in order of the greatest percentage of total content to the least, as all nutritional labels do here in the United States at any rate, um, you'll notice that sugar and palm oil appear first. So, although hazelnuts and cocoa are the primary flavors and are unto themselves pretty good for you, uh, yeah, Nutella is mostly just sugar and palm oil. Yeah. So... Uh, those are less good for you. Um, a serving is considered a, a relatively reasonable two tablespoons. That's about 37 grams and contains a fifth of your daily recommended intake of saturated fat. Um, also 21 grams of sugar with a comparatively minuscule amount of protein and fiber in there, uh, two grams and one gram respectively. So although that fat will fill you up temporarily, um, Nutella is not going to keep you going. Um, in contrast, uh, for example, uh, your average serving of peanut butter in the same amount might have like three grams of sugar and eight grams of protein. A lot, lot better of a balance. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, peanut butter peanut too. Peanut butter, I've missed you. <laughs> and yeah, you know, I mean, treats are okay. Just be aware that they're treats. And also mindful of your serving sizes. Absolutely. Always important. Yes. Yes. Um, brief Killjoy Corner here that we'll have to expand upon in another episode. Uh, palm oil is just hella problematic. Um, not because it's likely to cause cancer. That was a really misreported pop sci headline that got passed around pretty extensively a few years back. Uh, no, the, the issues are largely environmental and worker rights related. The, the increased demand for palm oil because it's uh, trans fat free in the processed food industry has led to really widespread uh, rainforest deforestation and unhealthy monocropping uh, with a whole bunch of accusations of human rights abuses and child labor along the way. There is a movement toward, and, and has been since I think 2004, toward sustainable and humane production practices, but only about 19% of global palm oil production is currently uh, certified sustainable. However, Ferrero, the company that owns Nutella, is a leading brand in making the switch. As of 2015, they had switched entirely to sustainable palm oil, and um, and organizations like the World Wildlife Federation and Greenpeace both say that they're doing great. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah. So feel bad about palm oil and everything else, <laughs> but in terms of Nutella, you're doing okay. Yeah, um, you <laughs> talked about this a little bit on Stuff They Don't Want You to Know, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I did. We were doing an episode about Nestle, and Nestle is one of the large purchasers of palm oil for their processed food products. And mm -hmm. uh, they are less good at that mm -hmm. sustainability thing. So Yeah. Um, and I know a listener wrote in who I believe is involved somewhere, somehow. You are. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but about the, the complexity of just all of the different things that um, palm oil is used for. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's a great product is the problem. Is the problem. Mm-hmm. Yes. But if you're concerned about this, there is a potential solution. Oh, uh, yeah. You can also make your own yeah. Nutella at home. Um, uh, there's a pretty good sounding recipe up on Splendid Table involving, yeah, just like hazelnuts and milk chocolate and cocoa powder and powdered sugar and uh, alternate vegetable oil like canola. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. If we look at some numbers, Nutella is available in 160 countries. Globally, as of 2015, one jar is sold every 2.5 seconds. Whew. In 2013, enough Nutella was produced to go around the world 1.4 times. The world consumes about 365,000 tons of Nutella every year. Whew. A ton per a ton per day. Wow. <laughs> In the UK, Nutella sells more than Marmite. Oof. Yeah. Italians consume an annual 60 million jars. And there are 11 factories around the world churning out this stuff. Uh, there are a number of Nutella-themed cafes also around the world. Uh, one in Portugal has churros and sweet kebabs that are filled with Nutella. Um, also, you can find sweet Nutella kebabs in the uh, at the one in Palestine. And, uh, yeah, there are kiosks and shopping centers and food markets all around the world. Mm-hmm. Apparently, for a while... Italian children who came to shops with a slice of bread in Italy <laughs> uh, could get a free smear of Nutella. It was called the smearing. <laughs> so fantastic. Okay. This sounds kind of like horror movie-esque. Right. I feel like any the ING word yeah. horror movies have ruined. Sure. In kind of a fun way. But yeah, no, I mean the smearing, like it sounds so <laughs> delightful and yet, and yet. Devious. <laughs> Some McDonald's in Italy sold a Nutella burger in 2016. It was a dessert, not like a real burger. <laughs> no meat was involved. Uh, uh-huh. It was this little pastry that was made to look like a burger, you know, like the top and bottom, uh, the golden brown of a burger bun, and, and the middle layer colored this rich brown. And it, it had a little pocket of oozy Nutella in the center. Um, it, was a, it, was about, it was about the size of a slider and was called the Sweetie Con Nutella. That sounds good. Right? That sounds good. In 2005, 27,854 people gathered in Germany (laughs) to earn the Guinness World Record for largest continental breakfast in honor of Nutella's 40th anniversary. (laughs) The breakfast largely featured Nutella. Uh. Yep. And until his death in 2015, Michele Ferrero, the son of Nutella inventor Pietro Ferrero, was believed to be the richest man in Italy at $26.8 billion. Yeah. They also make those uh, Ferrero Rocher chocolates. Yeah, with the hazelnut in the center. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. My young child mind, the fancy chocolate. Oh, yeah. That was like a big deal. I still think those are pretty fancy. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, the company is the fourth largest in the chocolate confectionery market, making about $11 billion a year. Ooh. And it's also the largest user of hazelnuts in the world, using up to 25% of the supply. Ooh. 97 hazelnuts go into each 750-gram jar on average. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of hazelnuts. That is quite a few hazelnuts. Mm-hmm. And I've got a I've got a little bit of history or recent history about how that is becoming a problem. But we've got more history before that, and even before that, we've got a quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. 
So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. Nutella itself might be a recent-ish development, Mm -hmm. but its roots go way back to the Napoleonic Wars in 1806. What? Yes. Okay. Napoleon was doing his best to win the war by decimating British commerce with a devastating continental blockade. Makes sense. Okay. As part of this, the price of chocolate soared to exorbitant heights. And just as a reminder, records show eating chocolate was a thing in Europe by at least the mid-17th century, and you can see our chocolate episode for more on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so people were, like, jonesing for it. Yes. Yeah. And Italian chocolatiers on the border of France and Sweden, the Piedmont region of Italy, where the finest chocolate in the world was being made at the time, were searching for a solution to their chocolate woes, and they landed on adding chopped hazelnuts to the mix to make the supply last longer. And they named this paste John Duya. And the paste was named after a character from an Italian comedy. Okay. Yeah, a peasant with a three-point hat who goes around on a donkey carrying a container called a Duya. Probably with wine in it. Okay, makes Probably. sense. But sure. maybe chocolate. Maybe. Ooh, Ooh, we don't know. Maybe hot cocoa. <gasps> Could have been anything. It was probably one, but probably you know. one. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, the character evolved into a puppet, as they do. Yes, and at the 1865 Turin Carnival, these candies were handed out, and people noticed a resemblance of the candy shape to the three-point hats. Ah. Yeah, so these candies made with this paste. And you can find these Gianduia masks in the Piedmont region of Italy, and the character featured heavily in the advertising for the product that we're talking about. Of whose history we're about to get into, featured prominently on there. (laughs) Huh. Well, there you go. Yeah. Worth noting, though, some dispute this history and think that the combination of chocolate and hazelnuts, like in a paste, happened in France first, and then, you know. And then moved around. Sure, yeah. Those kind of things. Mysteries of history. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But if we skip ahead, another war sparked more hazelnut spread innovation. Ah. Nutella got its start in the 1940s, and an Italian baker named Pietro Ferrero, faced with a chocolate shortage due to World War II, was looking for a cheaper alternative. And hazelnuts were easy to find in the area, and they were inexpensive. And with the addition of sugar and a small amount of cocoa, he had a winner on his hands. According to the version of the story on the Italian Heritage website, a long-forgotten jar of cocoa butter was what went into this first iteration. And whatever the case, it was up to five times cheaper than chocolate. Huh. Yeah. That's pretty substantial. Yeah. The story goes Pietro had long been attempting to come up with a sweet and convenient and cheap option for workers, an alternative to their, like, cheese and tomato sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um, and he took inspiration from the still-available John Duya to make a paste called pastone, which is a pastry mesh of chocolate and hazelnut in 1925. Several interviews... Well, no, I don't know if several, but in <laughs> interviews, um, his son said that uh, Pietro's like, it was his destiny <laughs> to invent this. He was determined wow. to invent it. Okay. Yeah. That's also great. fun when you look up the history of Nutella, it says you can think Hitler and Napoleon <laughs> for Nutella. And I was like, what? And like, hold <laughs> it's a up. little different, a little <laughs> bit of a head, like an eye-catching headline, but I guess. At first... They sold this new product in a solid block that could be sliced off in what was called pasta gianduja. So it's kind of like a big block, and it was wrapped in aluminum. Okay. Kind of looked like a bread loaf. Oh, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just and just, just hunk a slice off. Yeah, but there was a problem uh-huh. because um, children who loved it, um, they would <laughs> often remove it from in between the slices of bread that their parents <laughs> served it to them just on. Just eat the paste. Yes, exactly. <laughs> So Pietro went back to the drawing board, and not too long after that, they offered a more familiar, spreadable version called Super Crema. And in 1948, a river in Alba, which is where the factory was located, overflowed and flooded the facility. And the 120 women working there at the time were rescued from the roof. It took three days to get all of the mud out, and Pietro was involved in this effort. But some people think that really stressed his heart. Uh And he died in 1949, whether it was that or something else. But uh, the ownership of the company passed to his son, Michele. The name Nutella didn't come around until 1964, and that is the same year it was introduced into the U.K., And this was due to the efforts of Michele, who improved the recipe and designed the jar, the iconic jar. Um, Nutella spread uh, (laughs) uh, throughout Europe pretty quickly, (laughs) making it to Germany by 1965 and France by 1966. By 1978, not only could most of Europe find Nutella, but it had made the journey to Australia. (sighs) Yeah. But why the name change? Oh, I love this. <laughs> I'm so in love with weird legal things. I don't know why. Um, so they had to change the name from Super Crema due to the passage of a 1962 law in Italy banning the use of superlatives in products for consumers. <laughs> oh, wow. Isn't that great? That is great. <laughs> when trying to get to the heart of Nutella's popularity in Italy, it's often described as an affordable luxury, something yeah. that felt unique and modern and fancy, but you could still... You could still afford to, yeah, get a jar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first jar of Nutella um, in the U.S. arrives to New York in 1983. That kind of blows my mind. In 1996, 
Ferrero put together an exhibition in the Carousel de Louvre in Paris called Generation Nutella, featuring 30 years of art created by artists in their 30s, I see what you did, who had been inspired by breakfast of Nutella. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in 1998, Nutella sponsored the Italian football team. And a lot of people, when I was reading about Nutella, they said that this was a very smart move because it made it seem, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more uh, in a second, but it, Nutella did try to get away with this whole uh, healthy thing oh, for a yeah, while. Yeah. And so when it was like, oh, the Italian football today, Nutella, look at them. They're yeah. in great shape. <laughs> I can do it too. Mm-hmm. If you run around as much as a football player, sure. Yeah, that's it, if that's your job. (laughs) Um, A specialized Nutella knife becomes available in France in 2002. The snack packs with Nutella and those little breadsticks debuted in 2003. And then in in, uh, 2007, two bloggers in Italy started World Nutella Day on February 5th. A day to celebrate and enjoy the spread. You're supposed to share your stories of Nutella, your pictures of Nutella. Oh, that's so nice. Mm-hmm. The company must have been so excited. No. <laughs> nope. They did, they attempted to shut it down in 2013, but they later changed their mind. Uh, they were like, maybe this isn't a good look for us. <laughs> maybe if people want to celebrate a thing, that that's nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nutella has super fans. That's something else I read a lot about. Oh, um, absolutely. In 2015, ownership of World Nutella Day shifted to the company Ferrero. Um, 2008 <laughs> is also when Nutella found itself under the microscope for exaggerating its health benefits as the breakfast for children. Um, there's a lot of... Uh, Laws, and I won't go into them, but, yeah, they kind of got their wrists slapped a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There's still the jar that I have in my own house still has a little, a little like, like picture on the back that's, like, part of a healthy breakfast. If you have a whole healthy breakfast (laughs) around. (laughs) Right, right. I'm like, all right, sure, yeah. I guess that's true. (laughs) In 2012, a French proposed tax on palm oil, one of Nutella's primary ingredients— caused such an international uproar that it became known as the Nutella tax. Oh, wow. And while it passed, a coalition of conservative and communist members of the French Senate defeated the Social Security budget it was a part of. <laughs> it was a big deal. I think it was called, like, the Communist Coalition. Oh, my Saved goodness. Saved the, uh, yeah, it was a whole thing. I, oh, goodness, that's, oh, that knowing what I know about palm oil, that's really upsetting overall. Mm. I mean, I love Nutella too, but heck. Yeah. yeah. Um, Um, We have more intrigue though. Yeah. In 2013, a parked van in Germany was robbed of five tons of Nutella worth about 16,000 euros, which is about $20,000. Food ice. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's more and more intrigue. Columbia University found itself at the center of Nutella Gate when an expose revealed almost $6,000 a week went to Nutella for the dining facilities for the 100 pounds a day consumed by the students. This was partially because so many students were sneaking oh, jars back to their rooms. I believe it. <laughs> Does not surprise me at all. It wasn't just that they were eating a lot. <laughs> they were eating a lot all the time. And stealing it. And stealing it. Um, And if you're worried someone might steal your Nutella, never fear. Uh In 2015, German designer Daniel Schoblock invented the Nutella lock. What? It's pretty much what it sounds like. Okay. Um, It started out as sort of a joke product. According to the inventor, 
one of my friends was always getting worked up because his children were stealing his Nutella. So he invented a lock that goes on top. It's got a little key. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Um, But he ended up selling about a thousand of them. So apparently this is a concern for at least a thousand people. Clearly a problem. Yes. Mm -hmm. When a French supermarket chain dropped the price of Nutella by 70% a couple years ago, it caused a bit of a riot. Like, actually, people fighting. Everyone was stockpiling stockpiling Nutella like there was no tomorrow. And I remember this when I saw it in the news, it reminded me of Black Friday. Sure, yeah. I was yeah. about to say, yeah, like 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 elbows were thrown. Yes. Uh-huh. And the chain actually went under investigation for potentially violating French trade laws after that. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't undersell your Nutella. No. Dang. Nope. In 2017, Ferrero opened its first Nutella cafe in Chicago and a second one opened in late 2018 in New York. And yes, these are officially branded cafes devoted to Nutella. Like the decor is all done in white with these accents of rich woods and golds and creams and pops of red. Uh, The light fixtures are shaped like hazel flowers. Um, I've seen photos of what look like savory sandwiches from the past, but the current menus are entirely sweets. Uh, like fruit pies with Nutella, grilled banana bread topped with bananas and hazelnuts and Nutella, yogurt parfait with chia and hemp seeds and fresh fruit and Nutella, panzanella of pound cake and yogurt and berries and fresh basil and Nutella, um, a brioche uh, gelato sandwich with Nutella. Wow. Um, It honestly sounds completely overwhelming. That's a lot of Nutella. Yeah. That's a lot going on. Yeah. The menu says in, like, multiple places, like, all of the below items contain Nutella. (laughs) Oh, all right. Well, um, Nutella, (laughs) which I I should mention here, Nutella does have the super fans, and there's been um, other companies like Hershey's, has introduced their own chocolate spread. But a lot of people who study this kind of thing have um, said, like, Nutella has solidified this kind of fandom. Uh-huh. Um, also, they've never revealed their recipe, and they have lost lawsuits rather than have it have to reveal parts of oh, wow. what it is. But huh. they changed their recipe in 2017, and even though no one is entirely sure what's <laughs> going on in there, their fans flipped out. <laughs> Okay, um, yeah, hashtag Nutellagate. Um, mm-hmm. Another Nutellagate. Another Nutellagate. Um, what happened was this um, German consumer protection organization came out with this report that the makeup of new jars of Nutella was different than that of old jars, um, with more powdered skim milk added and more sugar added than before. Um, I mean, companies change recipes from time to time, and they're not, you know, like legally obligated to tell you about it, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, it caused a whole kerfuffle. Um, here here in the States, um, in response to the story, like reporters reached out to Ferrero Company. Um, Nutella told news outlets that they were fine-tuning the recipe over here as well, swapping in milk powder for the previously used whey powder. I, they seemed a little bit defensive mm-hmm. and and honestly quite surprised. <laughs> <laughs> that all of this was happening. It's probably a little fair. I, I was like, when I was going through it and reading comments from people, it was so funny. It was like, it's sweeter than before. It's too sweet. It's not as sweet. Like, everybody had something to say. Yeah, um, I think the, the tweet that stuck with me was, uh, why don't you just stick a mustache on the Mona Lisa? <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. People love their Nutella. They do. They do. Um, and, uh, yeah, the popularity of Nutella and other hazelnut-based foods is causing something of a supply and demand issue. Like, candy companies are predicting a shortage of hazelnuts within the next five years if demand continues to increase. And that's because of um, there's this fungal blight that's preventing farmers from growing hazelnut trees in more areas or even in all of the areas that they used to grow. Right now it's down to like, I think, Oregon and like one part of Turkey. And that's about it. Wow. Because this blight has been for a century. People have been trying to figure out how to get around it. Um, and researchers are still working on it. And um, there's one study, there's one program out of Rutgers University that has been like the guys there have been working on this for like 20 years. And um and they hope that they have now developed trees as of like 2018 that can both produce good nuts and resist the blight. And they have some of these trees out for like testing. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope it I hope it's successful. Yeah, absolutely. I it's it's really interesting. Like like hazelnuts were added into this chocolate stuff to make it cheaper. And now hazelnuts are way more expensive yeah. than cacao. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, you never know. <laughs> Things are going to go. Um, oh, gosh. I haven't had Nutella in so long. <laughs> I resisted eating any while from the aforementioned jar mm -hmm. um, while I was researching this. And I'm very proud of myself. I have this weird thing about... Um, not trusting myself with snacks. So like I said, <laughs> like I said earlier, my mom gives me the snack packs every year. Uh -huh. And this year I um, donated them all to a friend of mine. <laughs> and uh, now I'm regretting that decision. Oh, oh well. Yeah. Maybe, let's... maybe Chandler still has some. Ooh, oh. I don't think so. I oh, probably it. not. I, I, I don't think he had them the next day. <laughs> probably not even that I'm night. like, oh, it's Chandler. No. <laughs> That's... Uh, peek behind the curtain. Yes, he is, he is one of our... <laughs> Co-workers and favorite, friends. Favorite producers. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, uh, He's always got a snack. Yes. He's a snacker. He is. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, that about brings us to the end of this episode on Nutella. It does. Um, and it's going to bring us to some listener mail. But first, it's going to bring us to one more quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Let's hit it! Give me a vacation! Vacation! Give me a wave! Surfing! Give me a city tour! The trolley! Give me animals! The zoo! Give me some sea life! <laughs> Give me museums! Park. Give me a woo! Roller coaster! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. 
When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. And we're back with listener mail. Oh, yeah. It's a face I make. You can't see it, but it was very dreamy. Yeah, I think about Nutella. <laughs> Christina wrote, "Just made it through deviled eggs. A tip I ran across several years ago from Trisha Yearwood helps save you from those wonky eggs with lopsided whites. A day or two before you're going to make your eggs." Flip them over in the carton, or the whole carton if you're crazy like that. It recenters the yolk for those perfect deviled eggs. Huh. The trick is remembering to do it and not want deviled eggs to eat right now. <laughs> also, don't forget you've done it, I will add. <laughs> um, also, I mentioned my work habit of keeping track of what kind of mold I find the last time I wrote. She did. And since then, I've found pink mold. I didn't know it came in pink. Most exciting part of work in a while. My coworkers still think I'm strange, but you have to take your fun where you can find it. And I can tell you, I am super excited that you found pink mold. Yeah. I hope it's not some kind of like zombie thing that's going to kill me, but. Sure. But it's exciting. But that's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, pink things are frequently exciting. Especially in nature. Especially right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Isn't there a whole thing about how pink is kind of rare in nature? No, it's not pink. It's some other color. Yeah, I think um, I think blue is relatively rare, like a good true indigo. Um, flying squirrels, did you know, glow pink under UV light. <gasps> that's amazing. They're, they're underbellies, yeah. Oh. Researchers aren't sure why. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for sharing that with me, Lauren. Anytime. Anytime. Y'all can also find me on Brain Stuff, <laughs> wherever fine podcasts are found. <laughs> Plug of the episode, <laughs> also for Nutella, <laughs> kind of, <laughs> not intentionally, but uh, yeah, no, hey, not not a sponsored episode, just a nope. subject of interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel wrote, "Kiwis never turn up empty-handed, and we call this bring a plate." If you are ever told to bring a plate to a party in New Zealand, make sure it has food on it. Migrants often talk of the embarrassment of assuming their host just does not have enough crockery. I think, though, as controversial as the pavlova is, that the national dish of New Zealand is the handheld meat pie, something you seriously miss out on in the United States. You are so correct. Yes. You really cannot go past a good steak and cheese pie. Every bakery, convenience store, cafe, and gas station sells pies. Because they're small, we don't say, I love pie, like you do in the U.S. about fruit pie. We say, I love pies. Hearing it in the singular is super weird for us. I think if you ever, ever tried to claim that the pie was New Zealand or Aussie, it would be a war. Not the affectionate pav banter, but complete lockdown of borders. All right. Goodness. Well, I was nervous when we did pavlova, (laughs) and meat pies has been on our list for a long time. Oh, goodness. uh, Good to know. Good to know that there's, okay, I mean, I think that meat pies belong to everyone. Can we, can we, diplomatic can we agree, can we agree on that? Is that a thing we can agree on? (laughs) Vegans and vegetarians (laughs) are like, no. That's true. That's true. Uh, The one time that I got to hang out in England for a week, I ate more than one meat pie per day. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, 
Australia, New Zealand. Every time I'm just so part of me is upset that we don't have this. Yeah, yeah. There is a shop here in Atlanta. Canberry. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's also an Australian one. I can't remember the name of it. Yes, yeah, there's an Australian bakery up on the the only location left I think is up on uh, Marietta Square. If yeah. y'all if y'all live in Atlanta, please like Google Aussie Meat Pie Atlanta and go find it because it's good. Holy heck, it's so good. Mhm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, now I'm just dreaming about meat pies. Yeah, we've gone from Nutella to meat pies. Oh, what an episode. Sorry. Hungry always. All right. Thanks to both of them for writing in. If you would like to write to us, you can. Our email is hello at saverpod.com. We're also on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at saverpod. We do hope to hear from you. Saver is a production of iHeartRadio and Stuff Media. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thank you, as always, to our super producers, Dylan Fagan and Andrew Howard. Thanks to you for listening, and we hope that lots more good things are coming your way. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Let's hit it! Give me a vacation! Vacation! Give me a wave! Surfing! Give me a city tour! The trolley! Give me animals! The zoo! Give me some sea life! <laughs> Give me museums! Park. Give me a woo! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.